Hi, I'm Rosie, and you're listening to the second season of What Does Your Family Look Like? Welcome back. We are here with Carolyn to discuss her amazing grandmother, Josie. Last week, we learned there was nothing she couldn't tackle. From a young girl working several jobs in high school with little time for sleep, to a married woman raising six children, to facing widowhood at 50. Through it all, this woman possessed great courage, tenacity, and resourcefulness. Imagine all the emotional and physical grit it must have taken to continue on providing for five children after the death of her husband, and she did it all with such grace, dignity, and joy. Let's hear how she spent the last chapter of her life. So, do you want to talk about when she came to live with you after that hospital stay yeah, that I visited? Yeah. Her? So, um, so she was at a point where we'd finally convinced her to retire. Actually, I don't think we what, convinced her to retire 96, at ninety-five. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> the insurance company actually closed. I think <laughs> she outlived I the corporation. She, yeah, I she, love it. And I remember her joking, going. Am I going to get unemployment? I'm like, you're 95, honey. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, she was she was funny. And she was at the point, my mom would, would go up and stay with her during the summer, my mom and dad. Um, and she just didn't like enjoy doing the heavier things, like cooking meals and that sort of thing. And we, we kind of rotated her mm-hmm. among family members. She still kept her home in New York, but she would go stay with my parents in Florida for a couple months and go stay with different aunts, you know, her different children for a couple of months at a time. And, uh, she, um, she was with my aunt and uncle and she, uh, fractured her hip. And I think what often happens that we don't think about, there are two types of fractures, right? There's a pathological fracture and a traumatic fracture. And a lot of people have, they think, oh, you fell and broke your hip, but a lot of times your hip breaks and that's what causes you to fall. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, she she broke her hip, and I had the the really good fortune of happened to be working in geriatrics at the time, and we happened to be working with a specialist in orthopedics for older folks. Mm-hmm. So she was in Northern Virginia. Um, I called my boss, who just in the blink of an eye had her transport arranged. She was brought by ambulance to our hospital, um, and while. She was being evaluated for the hip, and they were planning the surgery. They found out she had a um, a heart arrhythmia, so she ended up also getting a pacemaker. <laughs> um, and her hospital stay was a little prolonged. And then she came out of this clear as a bell. She had a pacer, and she had the hip replaced, mm-hmm. and she went through inpatient rehab, and she was a little champion. Um, but we were talking about where it would be best for her to stay. And I think a combination of things, one being that I was kind of central to two of her children, Mm -hmm. Um, Baltimore, I had uh, family members near Philly and family members near DC. So I was kind of right in the middle. And uh, also just, I was working for geriatrics. So it was like a good place to be. And wanted to. And I wanted her. That was, (laughs) I was kind of arm wrestling for her. I was like, I really want her. Um, And so I was very lucky that I was chosen to take care of her and she came and lived with me and it was so lovely to have her and have this like, it was an honor, wasn't it? It was, but it was also like this 
bonus. I felt like I'm getting the bonus time of Josie. Like she was, she was like, she always was. She was happy. She was positive. She was sweet. And we just fully enjoyed our time together. Mm -hmm. She needed um, 24 hour supervision Mm -hmm. because while her memory was good for lots of things, she just could not remember that she couldn't walk without help. So the walking actually came along and she she was doing great in walking with a walker and she mm-hmm. could go up and down a few stairs and really was was physically doing very well. But she kept forgetting that she needed someone with her mm-hmm. and she really couldn't even take two steps. Her balance was just not there. And so um, we had the most gorgeous caregiver named Tosin who was with us from the very first day. Tosin comes over the first day and, and I pop in at lunchtime, make sure they're okay, and come home at the end of the day, and Tosin leaves. And I said to my mother, my grandmother, what did you, what did you think of her? I love her. <laughs> She's wonderful. I said, wow, good, good. What do you like about her? You ready? She never stopped working. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she was never idle. She makes the bed better than you do. Not a single wrinkle. I mean, it was smooth. And I was like, okay, we're good. You guys were, and they, we were blessed. She, oh, she was, great. she was grandma's primary caregiver for most of her stay with me. Right. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. And I just thought that was so cute. They were birds of a feather. Oh. Huh. Yeah. And I came home one day and I would spot check once in a while, just pop in just to make sure everything mm-hmm. was okay. And Tosin's there doing her rosary with my grandmother. And I said, oh, I didn't know you were Catholic. She says, oh, I'm not. But I learned it because it's important to her. Oh, that's oh, such yeah. a perfect caregiver. Yeah. She was She was. It was blessing. more than just caregiving. Oh, she, she right. loved it. When grandma died, she was crying as much as I was. She mm-hmm. was... She she said they had a little party at her home to honor Grandma Josie because she had told her children about my grandmother. Oh. And they said, well, we need to have the things Josie likes. So they had Chex Mix and Ginger Ale. Chex Mix and Ginger yes. Ale. Yes, and it was a, their Josie party. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. And most of the time she stayed very clear. There were occasional moments where she would have what's referred to as sundowning, where she would get mm-hmm. a little confused at nighttime. And that was like, yeah, it's probably time for bed. And this one night... uh. She was downstairs in the living room with me, and and I could tell, you know, she was getting a little confused. And I mm-hmm. said, well, it's probably bedtime. Let's head upstairs. And she said, oh, no, my ride is coming, um, and I have to wait. And so I thought, well, we'll talk about something else, and then we'll try again, because sometimes that would work. And tried again, and she was like, absolutely not. I, I need to wait. Where are they? They're late. Should mm. we call them? And I'm thinking, mm, I got to get you upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I said, is it a long ride, do you think? She, oh, it's probably a couple hours. I said, well, then we should go up and maybe you can use the restroom so that we won't have to make a pit stop on the way. You're so smart. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, fair deception, right? Not not mean deception. Just mm-hmm. So we go upstairs and... When she's in the restroom, I'm like, okay, let's brush your teeth. Let's do this. Let's do that. Get her jammies on. And I'm thinking, please don't think about the ride again. And she, we're walking back to her room. And I said, just right, right here. And she turns into the room and she goes, oh, thank God. It's so good to be home. 
And my heart just filled. Oh, I was like, goodness. oh, she's thinking of it as home yeah. and she's oh, comfortable. So and uh, and she, so she went right to bed and we didn't have to worry about the ride anymore. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. a good story. Yeah. Well, because she was a hairdresser, wasn't she very, very, very fussy? I remember coming visiting you <laughs> and you had one day of the week where you did her hair and you curled her hair and she had beautiful, she beautiful hair. white Pure white. Oh, it's gorgeous hair. She never Thick. put anything and on it. And lots of it, yeah. too. And so, she never colored it or anything. It was pure white. But yeah, we had spa day It's very sweet when somebody like a granddaughter, a granddaughter does her grandmother's hair. Well, I'll tell you something funny. Um, earlier, when she was in her 80s, when she was a young chick in her 80s, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she was right. still doing hair in her home. And by that time, it was a lot of little old ladies what she referred to as these little old ladies come. Oh, yeah. Because she, she's like only 87, right? exactly. Right? <laughs> these older ladies, they just need help. So they would come and she would do their hair. And not only would they get their hair done, they'd get a perm. She'd charge them like $5, right? <laughs> and then she'd give them like a hot meal and a half a pie. So I'm like, you're, you're actually losing in this deal. <laughs> like, you're not coming out ahead. Oh, no. Well, she's in her 80s. She had broken her arm. And... I went up to stay with her until my aunt my aunt was out of town at the time. So I said, not a problem. I'll just go stay with her until you can be with her. So I go up and she's in a sling and we're kind of getting the house laid out so it's easier for her to get around and help, you know, button the front clothes and all that kind of stuff you do when someone has a bum arm. And uh, she was staying by herself in the house because I had my dog with me and I was staying at my parents' house. They were in Florida and mm-hmm. I was staying in their home. And she says, uh, I said, well, I'll see you in the morning. I'll come over. I'll stop and get donuts or something. She goes, now, be sure to be here by eight because I have five heads in the morning. (laughs) What do you mean you have five heads? Your arm's broken. Well, you can do them. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Did you know it? Nothing about doing hair. Nothing. I can't do my own hair. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's that. No, grandma. We got to cancel. You can't cancel. So sure enough, I come over in the morning. Please tell me you didn't do color. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do color or perms. I did wash and set. There were some lopsided hairdos that day. <laughs> their heads were clean. Their hair was off their face. This is the best I can say for this. Like, it's funny. Grandma gave them a whole pie that time. Oh, just yes. Just to make for up for my poor granddaughter's hairdo here. You know, they looked crazy leaving. But, um, okay. but, she, but I did eventually learn to do hair. Um, and so when she was with me, we have a spa day. We'd paint fingernails and toenails, set her hair. She loved it. She had the curlers in and, um, she, which is, it was such a nice day. It was so relaxing. And it's a beautiful thing to do with somebody that you love like that. Yeah. That can't do it for herself. And she'd look, you know, she'd check it out like very carefully to make sure I'd done it properly. And you know, this one needs a little more teasing and flatten this side down a little, pull it over my ear. I don't like how that ear looks. And I'm like, okay. And you know, but she loved it. She loved my, my, one aunt is a shopper and spoiled her rotten with gorgeous clothes. So she always had all these beautiful outfits. And mm. yeah, we just really enjoyed. That was really nice time together. And that together. was for about a year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. gave her a gift. I think it, I you think did. it was. And Because I think too, she was but comfortable. I, mean, I, I think she was, that was the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. That she felt at home and she felt really comfortable. So there's one other thing I thought about today 
when I was thinking about Josie, and I read this a long time ago, and I kind of had to Google it to find it again. So as human beings, the longest connection we have with any other human being is through our maternal grandmother. And the reason for that is the way that the human body develops. So when my great-grandmother was pregnant with Josie, at about four months in utero, a baby girl develops her ovaries and the eggs. And she has them from that time at four months in utero. Those mm-hmm. are all the eggs she'll ever have. That's her whole life, right? right? So while well, Grandma Josie was in her mom, she had the egg that would eventually be my mom. Oh, wow. And when right. she was pregnant with my mom, about four months in, my mother grew the eggs that would eventually, one of them became me. And I read that and I thought, well, that's a really sciencey thing to say in a kind of personal Spiritual. story. Mm-hmm. But yet it, it was so interesting to think about that, like a little bit longer connection than you get with anybody else, yeah, really. That's true. And that all of that is inside of you. That's, that's so cool. A granddaughter's recollection of her grandma it doesn't get much richer than that. Wouldn't we all want to be remembered so lovingly? Josie's courage through life's storms served her throughout her lifetime. We saw this exemplified when she had to seek employment outside of the safe confines of her home at age 11 after her father died and saving her mother from the abusive second husband. She took on so many challenges with positivity and joy. Her work ethic and resourcefulness were nothing short of stunning. I love how she had a salon in her home and continued to work with a broken arm with Carolyn's help. The thought of closing up shop did not even enter her mind. Josie embodies my vision of an everyday woman leading an extraordinary life. She has given her children grandchildren, and great-grands the gift of wonderful memories and many lessons to live by, some of which are facing adversity with grace, knowing how to pick oneself up and keep going, and finding creative solutions to life's tough problems. I was lucky to have known her during the last year of her life. She was beautiful, sweet, kind, and always had a story. Please join us next week as we embark on another story about an everyday person. Thank you for listening to another episode of What Does Your Family Look Like? Please like and subscribe and follow us on all social media at WDYFLL, the podcast.